Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Please take a minute and email us your story at newlifewoc at aol.com. As we continue to share the truth of God's word all around the world, we encourage you to partner with us financially at newlifewoc.com. Thanks again. Enjoy today's message from Pastor Anthony Jones. What if I'm going to live a victorious life in faith? Now, the first um, principle um, that I want to look at or foundational truth that I want to look at this morning is that God is a spirit and he operates out of the realm of the spirit. All right. Because if you if you're going to do business in the kingdom, you need to understand this, that God ain't flesh. You got it. That God is a spirit and he operates out of the realm of the spirit. Now, when I say spiritual realm, I am talking about the realm that is outside of the senses. I'm talking about the, a realm that is outside of sight and, and smell and touch and taste and hear. You got it? And, and, and one of the things that's, that's common, you know, um, in this day that I hear people say is, you know, they'll make statements like, you know, the devil ain't real and God ain't real and all. And that's what the devil wants you to think, that he ain't real. You got it? So, so they dismiss the whole spiritual realm. You got it? Because if you don't believe in a spiritual realm, then you can't believe in God. All right? <clears throat> so you got to understand that the spiritual realm is real, but it's outside of the realm of the senses. So when you're talking about, you know, contacting the kingdom or God, you have to do it outside of the realm of the senses. Go to John 4. John 4. John 4 and 23. We'll pick it up uh, right there. John 4 and 23. I think that's where I want to go. John 4 and 23. And he says, this is Jesus talking. He says, but the hour cometh and now is. When the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in what? Truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Verse 21. God is a spirit. And they that worship him, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if I'm going to deal with God, I have to deal with him as a spirit being. And everything has to be based on his truth. Okay? So if I'm going to deal with God, I must deal with God as a spiritual being, which I am. And everything that I deal with God with has to be based on his truth. Now, to understand this, we'll do a quick review. That, that man, y'all know this, and we've been teaching this for years, that man is tripartite being, that man is a spirit. He lives in a body, but he possesses a what? Soul. Soul has five components, my mind, my will, my imagination, my emotions, and my intellect. All right? But when I'm dealing with God, I can't deal with God from the realm of my emotions. Well, so when I deal with God, I have to deal with God, spirit, the spirit, and it must be based on truth. 
which means your emotions don't move God. Okay, no, no. Now, you may be feeling a certain way, but how you feeling don't move God. It doesn't get anything done in the realm of the spirit. Now, now 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, Thessalonians 5, very common passage of scripture, but I'll go there just for review's sake. And when we're doing these lessons in faith, a lot of things you all have heard before, but, you know, I really feel like I need to bring you in remembrance. All right? 1 Thessalonians 5, because sometimes, you know, we want to live and respond like we're only flesh. And, you know, and we're more, we're more than flesh and soul. We're also what? Spirit. You got it? So, so I can't be going around in life responding based off how I feel or respond based off how or what somebody did to me because then that's in the realm of the what? Soul out of my emotions. You got it? And I'm not contacting. I'm not doing anything. God, listen, God ain't dealing with that. You got it? So now what I got to do is I got to get beyond my, my emotions and I got to deal with God's spirit to spirit and then I do that based on his what? Word. All right? First Thessalonians 5, verse 23, and it says, it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you what? Holy. And I pray God your whole what? Spirit and soul and what? Body. Be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus what? Christ. So I must understand that I am a spirit, you got it, I possess a soul, and I live in a what? Body. But if I'm going to deal with God, I must deal with God spirit to spirit, based on his what? Truth. Now go to um, Genesis 1. <clears throat> Genesis 1. So we know now that God is a what? Spirit. All right? So now, why is this important? Because I'm made in his image. So, so, so whatever, what, listen, whatever God is, I am. <laughs> see, if, see, if, if, listen, if I'm made in his image and God is a what? Spirit. spirit then that means I'm a what? Spirit. I'm a spirit. All right? See, and you got to understand, and see, a lot of people don't understand that they are a spirit. This is why they're controlled by their flesh. All right? Now, watch this. Genesis 1, verse 26. And God said, watch this. Let us make man in our what? Image after our what? Likeness. And let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the what? Earth. So whose image am I made in? I'm made in God's image. And God is a what? Spirit. So if I'm made in God's image and God is a what? Spirit, then that means I am a what? Spirit. Somebody say, I am a spirit. Now, the next question is, is what is truth? Because truth is what the word of God says and not what somebody tells you or what you think. All right? Because this is how I got to deal with God. If I'm going to get anything done in the realm of the spirit so that it can impact the natural realm, I got to do it based on being spirit and dealing with God spirit to spirit based on his what? Truth. His word. All right? Now go to John 17. John 17. John 17 verse uh, 17. John 17 and verse 17. Because, you know, truth is not what somebody taught you. <laughs> no, 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 no. And truth is, is not what um, Oprah say. 
no, no, no. Truth is what the word of God says. Now you got to see, you got to settle this. Because if you don't know, if you don't know what truth is, how are you gonna deal with God? Because God don't deal with you based off what you think or a lie. Or what you feel. God deals with you based off what? Truth. So now I gotta know what truth is. All right, John 17, verse 17. It says, sanctify them through thy what? Truth. Watch this. Thy word is true. So now, when I want to know what the truth is, then where am I going to go? I'm going to the word, not to the tax code. <laughs> or my financial planner. You got it? I'm, I want truth now because God, if I'm going to deal with God, I got to deal with God based off what? Truth. Go to <laughs> 2 Timothy 2. Y'all all right? Because we got to settle this because a lot of people in church wondering why they're not getting God's attention. Because you're, you're, you're not getting anything done in life, you know, based off what God wants you to do. And you don't know why ain't nothing working for you. Well, it's not working for you because you're dealing with God based off your flesh, your feelings, and your emotions. And based off what you think or some lie somebody told you. And that's not truth. So, so God is not, listen, God is not going to respond to that. All right? Now, what I say? 2 Timothy 2, uh, verse uh, 15. Do you really want to know the truth? God don't care what you think. Well, well, this is what I, <laughs> Jesus, now God, he don't care what you think. He wants to know what his word says. He says, bring me into remembrance of my what? Of my word. Don't bring me into remembrance of what happened to you five years ago. No, bring me into remembrance of my what? Word. So when I deal with God, I'm going to deal with God based on the truth of his what? Word. Second Timothy 2. 2 Timothy 2, and I, I gotta I'm, I'm slow down because I need to drill this home. Because I listen, just like you all, I want results. How many of y'all don't y'all want results? I want results. I, I ain't listen, man. I ain't just trying to be doing church. Should I be spending my time doing something else? I want results. Yeah, and it comes a time where watch this, the word should come to pass in your life. Now, for some, it may take a little longer than what? Others. But that word should come to what? Pass. 2 Timothy 2, verse uh, 15. Study to show thyself approved unto who? God. A workman that needeth not to be what? Ashamed. Watch this. Rightly dividing what? Right dividing the word of what? Truth. So I got to understand, as far as God is concerned... His word is what? Truth. Now, until you make a world, come on, no, and you make everything that's in it, then the safest bet is to go with God. No, that's the safest bet. It's the safest bet is to go to the author, the creator, and the originator of all things. Do y'all understand that the devil don't have any creative power? That the only thing he can do is pervert what God has created. This is why you go to churches and, and they be like, well, I don't understand why they got all them, them lights going on. That's stuff in the club. That's the devil stuff. Well, who created the lights? Who created? But, but what the devil did, now he take what God created, the lights, 
He bring it down dark when you're in the club. <laughs> and they flashing and all that. And you do doing... <laughs> And you think, that's the devil. Like, ain't the devil like. The devil can't create nothing. The only thing he can do is pervert what God has already what? Created. And this is what the, the church got to be careful because you know that Facebook and that this that that's of the devil. Who, who said that? See, now people use it and pervert it for devilish stuff. You got it? But it can also be used like we're using today how some of y'all are doing on Facebook right now to hear the gospel. Praise the Lord. I got some folk we streaming live on now, but we are on we on, on 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 the website live and we on Facebook right now. So we're reaching people that's not that's outside of this room. You know, some of y'all stay home and do that. And that's okay because I have people that are out with their kids doing stuff and stuff, but they still get in church right now. You got they still getting the word what? Right now. And that's a good thing. So the devil didn't create Facebook. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. So, so, now, so, I got to understand that his word is just not some ink on paper. But his words are spirit, and they have the capacity to change my life. Come on, that, that when I'm reading this word, and I'm getting in this word, and I'm believing this word, I understand that it's just not some ink on paper right here. But I understand that this word has the capacity to change my life. You got so I tell folk if you don't like your life, change it. And the tool that you need to use to change your life should be the what? Word. All right, go to John 6. John 6. John 6, verse 63. Y'all all right? All right, praise the Lord. John 6, verse 63. Look like we might hit two points today, but I'm going to make all three or four of them. John 6, verse 63. Jesus said, verse 63, he says, It is the spirit that quickeneth. Watch this. The flesh. Oh, 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 read that again. The flesh profited. How much? That's why Paul said, In your flesh dwelleth no good thing, because your flesh profited nothing. No, no, y'all need to repeat that. I mean, somebody say, my flesh. flesh. Providence. Nothing. Nothing. So you don't get nothing from obeying your flesh but destruction. It profits you nothing. So that means my flesh can't tell me. Oh, come on. No, no, my, my, listen. My flesh can't tell me nothing because my flesh Profited me nothing. So if I want some profit, I don't need to listen to my what? Flesh. And I don't know about y'all, I want some profit. Okay, lead on. Okay, verse, uh, the words that I speak, as Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit. And they are what? He said, now, now these words, the words that I'm speaking to you, they are a spirit and they are what? Life. So the word is a spiritual tool, not a fleshly tool. Oh, you can't receive this word with your flesh or your intellect. 
because the word is spirit. So the only thing that can receive the word is your what? And see, this is the way folk mess up because they try to take this word right here and they try to understand it with their intellect. But this word bypasses your intellect and must be received by your what? Spirit. So that now it can take authority over your soul and direct your flesh. But you can't receive that word with your what? Flesh. And that's what folks try to do. Or with their soul is part with the intellect. Well, I, yeah, I don't understand. Well, listen, you ain't going to understand too much of nothing when it comes to the Bible. When I say I'm just saying understand, I'm talking about it ain't going to make sense. You have to go and settle that. You ain't going to settle. This book don't make sense. Now, it makes sense to my spirit, but it doesn't make sense to my flesh and my soul. So if you're looking for something that makes sense, this ain't it. This word tells you to love those who hate you. To bless those who curse you. That don't make sense. They cuss me, I cuss them back worse. They hurt me, I hurt them worse. Come on, that's, that's what makes sense. I must be talking to me. No, that's what makes sense to me. You got it? Your kids come on talking about somebody hit them. What we tell them? Hit them back. <laughs> okay. That's what we call because that makes what? It don't make sense they hit you, bless them. Tell them to do it again. <laughs> Come on, Colossians what? Colossians what? Colossians what? So you got listen, that you had to sell. See, I'm telling you, man, years ago I settled this. I mean, I said this don't, this what I been, the way I've been trained, this don't make sense. And I just sell it. But if I receive it in the in my spirit. You got to let it bypass the level of my intellect and my flesh. Then it makes sense. I find a inner what? Witness. Come on. Say something in you, even though it don't feel right, you know it's right. Even though you don't want to do it, you know you should do it. You got it? See, that's that. Okay, let me leave. Okay, what I say? What I say? Colossians, 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 Colossians. Oh, Jesus. Glory be to God. All right. <clears throat> so what are we on? What are, what are we on? We on, we on, we on, God is a spirit, and he operates out of the realm of the what? Spirit. Colossians 1, verse uh, 16. Colossians 1, verse 16. <laughs> oh, no, I need to go up a little bit because it makes this. Go to verse 12, and we're going to read, because I, I, I want you to connect it. Verse 12, it says, Giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of what? Darkness. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear what? Soon. Son, in whom we have redemption, watch this, through his blood, even the forgiveness of what? Sin. Watch this, 
who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Who is this who we talking about? All right. So this is why Jesus told um, one of the apostles, I don't know which one is. He says, have I been with you so long? He says, when, if you, you're talking about you need to see the Father, show us the Father. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the what? Father. Because he was the image of the invisible what? God. This is why when folk tell you Jesus was just a man, they lie to you. No, Jesus was God in the... Jesus, glory be to God. How do you think he couldn't sin? You got, he was God in the what? Flesh. And that is why I tell folks, you, you sitting there, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll leave that long. Verse 16. For, watch this. For by him, by him, by who? God, Jesus. Come on, for by him were all things what? Created. That are in what? Heaven. Come on. And that are in the what? How much love I all? All things were created by him that are in the heaven and in the what? Earth. Watch this. Visible. Come on. And what? I'm sorry. So you got to understand that there are some visible things created, but there are also some, come on, there are some invisible things that are created. So what you got to understand is that when I'm dealing with God, I just don't deal with God based off visible things. Because God also made some invisible, come on, somebody say things. Y'all know what things are, right? So there are some things that God has created for you that are in the unseen, invisible realm. Okay, okay. Just because you can't see it don't mean you don't have it. Okay, yeah. See, see, this is what you're doing is you're, you're dealing with God based off what you currently have. God says you're missing the whole thing. You got it. I created visible and invisible. Why don't we try to access some of these invisible so that they can become visible? Okay, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. So, 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 so everything you see and cannot see were created by what? Him. So we can see that two realms were created, one visible and one invisible. So just because something is not visible does not mean it does not exist. Example, how many of y'all see oxygen? Y'all see the oxygen floating around in this room? You don't see no oxygen, right? But how many of y'all know it's oxygen? Okay. Come, come on, no, it's here, right? It's here. But you can't what? See it? You can't feel it? You can't taste it. You can't hear it. You can't contact it with your senses, but it's still what? Here. Because if it was not here, you'd be dead. So when you're dealing with God, you got to understand that just because you can't contact something with your senses, it does not mean it's not here. 
Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now, second point. The spiritual realm is real and contains the raw material for everything you see in the natural. Now, the spiritual realm is real and contains the raw material for everything in the natural. Now, because you got to understand, listen, the spiritual is not dependent upon the natural. The natural is dependent upon the spiritual. So if you, if you take the spiritual away, everything in the natural dies. Jesus, glory be to God. So now watch this. So if I'm going to have confidence in something, I'm going to put my confidence in that which sustains what I see. Jesus, glory be to God. This is, so, this is so foundational, but so many people don't get it. This is, I'm going to put my confidence in the spiritual. This is what I'm going to place my I'm not going to place my confidence in the flesh. I'm not going to place my confidence in no job or no person. Why? Because I can see them. So that means people. Why do you get shocked when folk let you down? Go to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, uh, verse, verse 3. Foundational truths that, you know, I don't know, maybe we went to sleep on in class or something, I don't know. But we got, we got to take our confidence out of the flesh. Take your confidence out of all this stuff in the natural. I ain't put my confidence in the unseen. All right, uh, Hebrews 11, verse 3. It says, <laughs> Jesus, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let me ask you a question. If you was in class right now, and I was giving you information for the test that was coming up next week, and you sleep, What's going to happen when the test show up? You're going to fail. You got it? So you can sit in here and go to sleep and not pay attention. But when you fail it next week, you fail, don't say nothing. Or now you can choose to sit in here and hear everything I say. Watch this. And then when the test come up, don't apply none of the stuff I said. So you still what? Which means, so if you ain't going to do what I say, go to sleep. <laughs> you might as well go to sleep. Because when the test comes, come on, you still going to what? See, I got to stop letting natural fleshly things move me. I think we were talking about this um, yesterday morning, and I'm in this um, book, book group. And I, I told him, I said, this, this mama had a favorite segment. No, no man by the flesh. <laughs> But she long gone years. I'm always gonna remember that when I'm dealing with folks. Pastor, know no man by the flesh. You got cause when you start dealing with folk based on they if you acquire the spirit down that's causing that reaction in the flesh. But what do we do? We go right after the flesh. Sometimes you just need to walk off, say nothing. Go in your closet and deal with that spirit 
that's causing that reaction in the flesh. But this is what we do. Flesh go off, we go off. And then we upset with the results we're getting. Sometimes you just need to walk away and say, watch this. I know that what I'm seeing, watch this, is being caused by what I don't see. Because what I don't see is what sustains or causes what I do see. But, for, but what we do is we go, we go right slam off. And then, well, I'm getting these results. Because you're dealing flesh to flesh. And the flesh profited. <laughs> Come on, Hebrews 11. What I say? Verse 3. Come on. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by what? The word of God. Now watch this. That things which are seen were not made of things which do a what? So, so now, so the things that you see were not made by what you see, but the things that you see were made by the thing that you do not see. Okay, let me ask you a question. I'm speaking right now. They're called words. Can you see my words? But my words have the ability, even though they're unseen, to cause natural damage. See, I don't have to hit you to hurt you. Come on, hey, have you ever been hurt by someone's word? You would have rather for them to hit you than say what they just said to you. Because watch this, when you hit them, the pain will subside quickly. But when they let that word go, it may hit you for years. Every time you think about that word, pow. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so you got to understand the impact of the what? Unseen. Because words are what? Come on, unseen. You don't see words. You might see my word floating around here. No, no, no. No, they're in the realm of the what? Unseen. But they cause damage in the what? See, this is why you got to watch what you say to your kids. You ain't going to never be nothing. You know, especially y'all, you know, single, single moms, and you know, you hooked up with a sorry joker. And had some kids. Be just like your sorry tail daddy. Oh, he's sorry. You going to be sorry too. And you wonder why. You wonder why they come up. Sorry. Pastor, I don't know what happened. I do. If I had a recorder and I can play back all your words when they did things in the natural that disappointed you. Come on. No, no. You saw something in the natural and what you saw in the natural disappointed you or hurt you. And instead of dealing with that thing spiritually, you dealt with that thing in your flesh or your emotions and then you let those words come out of your 
mouth that was in agreement with what you saw in the what? Flesh. And now you have this manifestation later from all those what? Words. Sit there, you want to sit there and agree with folk. Go to school, kid, go to school. Well, you know your kid a little slow. Who kid? Y'all go listen to folk. Not the stuff that they putting kids on medicine for the day. If they had it back when I was in school, they sure would have put me on it. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> they would, no, they put me on it. They put me on it. God, I ain't, I ain't listen, but I ain't. They had no. I ain't need no drugs. So what my mama did is is with the help of some other folk is found. Me about some way that helped me channel all that energy I had. So I got introduced to sports. You got it? But now they want to label attention. Shoot, when I didn't be still, they had a way to get me still. No, no, yeah, you got that right. They had, they had a way to get me still. You got it. I, let me sit in the class when I was in elementary school, and I couldn't be still. They sent me to the office, and they didn't give me no words. They gave me something called a paddle, which <laughs> and after a couple of them, somehow you find the way. To concentrate and be still. <laughs> okay, let's get back to my leg. Get back to my leg. Get back to my leg. But y'all, you know, y'all, y'all keep wrong doing what y'all do. You know, listen to all these DDHDs and all PhD, all DDs. You better go to this word. Not my child got some issues, Lord. I need some help. Show me what I need to do because I know you care more about them than, than, than anybody else, even myself. So Holy Spirit, show me what I need to do. Point me in the direction of who I need to talk to, the things that I need to know. You got to talk to him. But what you do, you only talk to him. You take the first thing they say like that's truth. You need to talk to God about, God, what you want me to do? Number two, spirit realm is real and contains the raw material for everything you see in the natural. Go to 2 Corinthians 5. Now, you can prove this in the natural. When your spirit leaves your body, what is that called? Death. So that means, now watch this, your spirit is not dependent upon your body, but your body is dependent upon your what? And that's why when your spirit leaves your, your body what? Dies. 2 Corinthians 5. 
Now you have to understand what's, you know, what's more real now. You have, see, because some of y'all letting your house tell you what to do. How many y'all, how many of y'all, when y'all left your house this morning, you went, went out to your house and said, can I go to church? You went out to your house and said, can I go to church this morning? House, can I get something to eat? Y'all didn't say nothing. Y'all didn't say that. I hope you didn't say that. If you didn't, I got some folk need to talk to you before you leave here. You got, but no, you didn't do that. Why? Because you don't ask your house what to do. Because you live in your house, but you are not your house. If, if folk understood this, you wouldn't have racism. Because what you in ain't you. That's just your house. My house just a little darker than others. <laughs> see, so, so, but you, you see, but folks, see, this is why when folks say stuff, they said I ignorant. See, see, you making, you trying to make a call on me based off my house. I ain't my house. You got it? The real me is a what? Spirit. You got it? And watch this. You can't see it. It's invisible. But it's what sustains what you what? See. But I'm not my house. Just like I didn't ask my house, was I going to go to church this morning? I don't ask that house. Do I go? House, you feel like going to church this morning? Y'all, how I many y'all stay home because y'all didn't feel like something? So you let your house dictate what you do. It's going to make sense by and by. Don't eat, doc, doc, don't eat, I ain't, I ain't even dealing with my house about this. And see, this is what folk are doing. They making decisions based off what the house says instead of what the spirit says. Stop talking to your house. Now, if you don't believe, you, I want you to go home this day, go home and you're home today, look at your house. Say, house, what time can I have dinner? House, can I go to work tomorrow? And see how some, somebody that's close to you calls somebody on you. <laughs> well, watch this. That's how you look to God when you consult your body about what you're going to do. Second Corinthians. What's say five? Oh, Jesus. I think I need to read all this. I'm going to go to verse 1. I'm going to read 1 through 10. I won't just read, but I'm going to need to read. I need you to just understand. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a... <laughs> Come on. I'm going from a house to a building. <laughs> oh, I'm going to leave that alone. You miss that. <laughs> Boy, that's a preacher stuff. I'd make a note that right. That's going to be good. I preach something for we know that if the, our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with what? Hands eternal in the what? Heavens. For in this we groan earnestly designed to be clothed upon which our house, which is from what? Heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found what? Naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan. Being burnt, y'all, when he's saying tabernacle, talking about your body. 
Okay, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon that mortality might be swallowed up of what? Like, so what it's saying is that this body you got now is mortal. It's going gonna, it's gonna to perish. But I got another house or body that's eternal that ain't going to never perish. It ain't going to grow old. It ain't going to hurt. It ain't going to ache. It ain't all this stuff that this mortality, this mortal body has, this immortal body will not have. Issues. Verse 5. Now he that hath wrought us for the self-same self thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the what? Spirit. Therefore, we are always confident knowing that while we are at what? In the what? We are from the what? While you are at home in the what? So this body right here is your what? It's your house. But it's not you. And as long as I'm in this what? Body, I'm absent from the what? Because where's the Lord at? Now, y'all, he with Jesus. He with God. Sitting on the right hand of the what? Okay, where y'all go to church at? You got, he's not here. You got it? And as long as you're in your body, you're absent from the what? But you have his spirit. Okay, praise the Lord. You got, but, but, but you are absent from the what? While you are at home in the what? So my body is my what? House. So why are you talking to your house? Uh, verse 7. For we walk by come on and that's why that's not there on the, uh, when you go outside this building that's what I need to get it redone. We walk by and not by what? The only way you're going to direct your mortal body is to walk by faith and not by sight. If you walk by sight, your body in control. If you walk by faith, your spirit in control. So if you want to continue to live and be controlled by your house, just keep right on listening to your body. Every time I want, but y'all don't get nothing there. When you go, I wanted y'all to have this vivid picture in your mind of you talking to your house. Go on. I want you to try it when you go home. See how, see how crazy it feels. <laughs> Just go home. Go on. Put your hand on your house. Say, oh, house, I'm talking to you. Yeah. What time should I have supper today? Oh. I want you to see how crazy that feels. Yeah. Verse. That's enough. We good. We good. Y'all got the point? Amen. Okay. Praise the Lord. Let's move forward. Go to, go to Genesis. Now, I'm going to make this point right here, then we're going to end. All right. God first performs all things spiritually before they manifest in the natural. All right. As far as God is concerned, because God is a what? Spirit. 
if he does anything, he's going to do it in the realm of the what? First, because he is a what? Then, eventually, we see natural manifestation of what he first, first has done in the what? Spirit. All right? Now, so that means God can do something in the spirit or in the realm that we do not see, but he's already done it, but it just had manifested in the realm that we what? See the natural, but as far as God is concerned, it's already what? Done. So for you to ask God to do something he already done does not make sense. That's like, I can't come prove this, um, Mr. Heber. Mr. I gave Mr. Heber my Bible. Now I asked, Mr. I asked Mr. Heber, Mr. Heber, can I have my Bible? He gave me my Bible. Now, it's like me, Mr. Heber, can you give me my Bible? How can he give me my Bible? He already gave it to me. So we asking God to do something that he's already what? Done. But we don't consider it already done because we can't see it. This is one. Yeah, this helping anybody? <laughs> watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this. Genesis 1, verse 26. Back to it. 1 and 26. And, this, and, and, and God said, let us make man out of our what? Image after our what? Likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the what? So God created what? Man in his what? Own image. In the image of God created he him. Watch this. Male and what? Female. Created he what? Them. And God blessed them. And God said unto who? Them. Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the what? earth. Now, so we see God has created male and what? Female. Now flip over to chapter 2. Verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breast of what? Life. And man became a living what? Whole. Now, I thought God created man over there in chapter 1. And not just man, but also what? Woman. So why we see God now over here creating man? See, this is why, this is why folks, here's smart folk. I say, I told you the Bible contradicts itself. No, this is what you don't, what you have done is you have made a big mistake. Because you don't understand the simple truth. God does everything in the spirit first. So in Genesis 1, you see God, watch this, creating, watch this, man and woman to what? Spirit. Then in chapter 2, it, it's very clear. 
you have to have to pay somebody to cause you to miss it because in Genesis 1 it says that I created them in my what? Image. And what is his image? Spirit. So that means that he created man, woman, the what? Spirit. Now, since they're created in the what? Spirit, then he's going to move to establish them in the what? Natural. So now he goes and he forms man out of the what? Dust of the what? Ground. Natural. You got it? So he did it what? First in the what? Spiritual realm. Because God is a what? And he does everything in the spirit realm what? And then there's a later manifestation in the what? Natural. You got, I can get you another example. Flip over to Genesis 1. I mean, praise the Lord. Verse, verse 2. And the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the what? Deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the what? Waters. And God said, let there be what? And there was what? And God saw the what? That it was what? Good. And God divided the light from the what? Dark. And God called the light what? And the darkness he called what? And the evening and the morning are the what? Okay. Now watch this. Drop down to verse 14. And God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the what? And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the what? And it was what? And God made two great what? The greater light to rule the what? And the lesser light to rule the what? And he made the stars what? Well, I thought he made something light earlier. So you trying to tell me we had light without a sun and a moon? Why? Because God does everything in the what? First, and then he establishes it in the what? Natural. That's God's MO. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean that God hadn't already done it. Jesus, glory be to God. <laughs> and see, this is why folks miss it with God. Just because they can't see it, well, it ain't done it yet. God said, there saying, I did that at the foundation of the world. <laughs> okay. When it was time for you to be born, do you think God ran around here and said, oh, Jesus, got to hurry up, got to make up some stuff for, for Hattie to come? <laughs> no, it's 1902. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so it comes time for you to be born, and then God running around heaven said, hurry, we got to hurry up now. We got to make this stuff up because time I had it to be born. No, God created Miss Hattie back then. Just like he created me, he created you, and everybody that will ever be here was created in chapter one. This is why I tell folks on my next point that you are not an accident. I don't care how you got. <laughs> no, some of us rode first class and some of us rode the bus. <laughs> but, but, but we all got here. 
You got it? So I don't make no difference how you got here. You got it? It was planned by God for you to what? I don't care how you got Okay. I'm paying attention to how you got here. It don't make a difference how you got here as long as you what? As long as you're here. And it, it, it wasn't an accident. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Now, Jeremiah 29, 11. Come on. Jeremiah, then we'll be, I gotta wrap up this point, and then we'll be done. Jeremiah 29, 11. See, this is why folks tell you you need somebody to teach you. You know what I mean? You go, you go through high school and you need somebody to what? You don't just go through high school, ain't nobody gonna teach you. Well, how you think you're gonna go through life spiritually and you ain't got no spiritual teacher? Somebody done fooled you and told you you don't need, you don't need to go to church. Well, how you gonna know if you don't get on a spiritual teacher? You ain't gonna know nothing about the spirit, so everything you do is gonna be based off your flesh and your soul. Which lead it to destruction because Proverbs 14 and 22 says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man that ends thereof in what? Destruction. You've been taught to do everything that what? Seem right. And I, I mean, just, I mean, just crazy. I don't need to go to chair. I don't need no pastor. Like you, know, like you don't know what you need to know. Just like I didn't know what I need to know. I had to have a pastor. Still got one. I had to go sit my butt down a couple of weeks ago in somebody else's church so I can be taught. God is going to always raise up somebody to be your teacher. You never get to the point where you never need a teacher. If you're going to stay in the class called life, you know you don't need no teacher, die. We always, I mean, ain't no difference because it's always something you don't know. Always something you don't know. I ain't never said I know everything. Jeremiah 29, 11. We're just talking to Jeremiah. For I know, come on, the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of what? evil, to give you an expected what? So he said, he said, he said, he said, listen, man, he says, what I think about you, they're good thoughts. Listen, what God said, I don't even have an evil thought about you. Taking another scripture, he says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's what? What way did he know me? Just because you can't remember it. You got, but he said, I knew you way before I was. Come on, so spiritually I was. Got it? And then in the natural I was. In your mother's what? But you was really here before you got here. You didn't, listen, you, listen, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't begin to exist when I formed you, you already existed before I what? Formed you because I knew you before. What scripture is that, Jeremiah? 
Uh, Jeremiah 1. Go, 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 go. Jesus, man. I want you to see it. Y'all think I'm making up something. Jeremiah. What is one and what? Watch this. The end of the word, verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I what? Knew thee. And before thou came forth out of the what? Wound, I sanctified thee. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the what? So he said, before I even formed you, watch this, I knew you. And before you came out of that womb, I set you apart. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So listen, I'm telling you. See, some of you all have been ordained or set apart. But you're still trying to be apart. When you realize that I ain't supposed to fit in, that I'm not supposed to be like everybody else because I was sanctified. The moment he bought me out of my mother's womb, he ordained me to do what it is I'm what? Doing. And until I realize that, you would never do it. There's something that God has created you to do. That he did not create somebody else to do. So stop trying to be like everybody else. I said, I said, but just stop trying to fit in. Why you got to fit in with everybody else? Why you why come listen? Why come you can't set the trend? Why you got to do what everybody else is what? Do how don't you just find out how to be the best you you can be? Instead of trying to be like everybody else. But it's this, it's, you know, that's, that's part of that fallen nature. They want to have this acceptance from folk. When God says you don't need acceptance from people when you're already accepted by me. You got it? So God, he only thinks good thoughts for me. Somebody say, God only thinks good thoughts for me. He only has good plans for me. Now, <laughs> I'm going to stop right there. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I'm done. I ain't even going to go no farther. I ain't even going to go no farther. I ain't even going no farther. I ain't even going no farther. I'm going to leave it right there. Right so I got I to gotta understand the spiritual order thing. For more lessons from Pastor Anthony Jones at New Life Church, please subscribe to this podcast. You can also go to newlifewoc.com for our live streaming service times. Thanks for listening.